in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bullyproofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. To receive your complimentary and personalized financial income plan, give us a call, 513-575-9654. If you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, some type of employer-sponsored plan, even an NUA analysis, here's the point. If you're no longer with the company, then as a rule, your money should not be there either. We can help you take control of that, roll that out into a tax-neutral IRA. Take control of your money. So once again, give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, today we're going to talk about seven retirement risks, and these are risks that you and your money could face during retirement. Now, retirement, of course, it can be certainly challenging, uh, a life-changing event even. You've worked a lifetime, and now you've chosen to retire and hopefully live another lifetime, right? Another 20 or 30 years in the uh, post-career mode, the time you're going to be unemployed on purpose to try to enjoy some cash flow from, you know, drive from investments that you've prepared the right investments, you might ask? I hope so. The right risk level? Yeah, we need to make sure of that. The right cost, internal, external, all total costs considered uh, as uh, potentially a drag factor you can't overcome very well. Yeah, something to be looked at. In fact, it's all to be looked at. It's time for that review because we want to find out as well as you do, no doubt, how prepared are you? You know, we crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's. <clears throat> Excuse me, James. Do you think T stands for maybe time? Or and eyes for interest, your personal interest, your hobbies, the interest and reward you, re you receive on the money you invest, the time it has to work, uh, time. Hey, is it time to retire? Uh, how much time do you have? Time to do what? <clears throat> heard a heard a story. It was kind of funny this week. It was it was a joke actually, but it's uh, it's a fact. A lot of golfers out there probably listening to this show even, and there are these two buddies. James, these two buddies that enjoy playing golf together, played most of their adult life together, good friends, you know, like you and I. And um, one says, you know, whoever goes first, the other one's got to come back, you know, and, and tell the, tell the, that, you know, there's golf in heaven. You know, there either isn't. You got to come back and tell me or I'll come back and tell you. So they agree on this. And sure enough, one of them does pass and ends up going on to heaven and those proverbial pearly gates gets back in there and finds out. There's golf, and it's a beautiful golf course. It's a wonderful experience to be had. So he does make an appearance back to his buddy, kind of spooks him, spooks him a bit, and says, you know what? Got some good news and bad news for you. Good news is there's golf in heaven. Bad news is your tea time's Tuesday at 9. <laughs> so it, what, what is your retirement timeline? How much time in retirement do you have as a timeline? All of that's relevant, too, called longevity. So we want to help you with all the above so you can succeed on purpose, not happenstance. So we encourage you to give us a call and get your second opinion on the health of your wealth. We'll look at your current investments and holdings. 
We'll look at your current risk level, the risk you're actually taking in your investments, the total cost inside and out. We'll look at your estate situation, wills, trusts, power of attorney, healthcare directives. We will put together a complete financial plan. All that would be complimentary to you. And then if you want to step right up and into that plan and have us work together with you, we would be glad to do so. And you'll know all costs involved, uh, all total costs involved, and find it's very consumer friendly. And you'll have advocates. You'll have financial fiduciaries putting your interests first and help you in all aspects of retirement in a holistic way. So that's what I think about when I look at the folks we see across the table and say, do you have your T's and you know crossed and I's dotted? Because that's what it really means to us. And most people we find haven't really done that and can and need to and should. And all you have to do is call us at uh, 513-575-9654, or email us at team, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Schedule your complimentary appointment. No obligation. That still means free. And we will get you all of the recommendations and analysis we have to share. Hold nothing back so you can make a very well-informed decision on what to do next, on getting those T's crossed and those I's dotted. So just that catchphrase alone sent me into the victory garden of sharing just whatever that was. So, excuse me, when you compare, James, when people look at their working career, their working career and the investments that go along with that, the retirement life starts to form a picture in the mist. But it needs to be a definitive black and white, not just gray. Okay, some things in their past remain the same in terms of expense structure, habits, rituals, hobbies. Some will fall by the wayside and there'll be true change. All of it, however, will take financing in terms of cash flow, which retirement is most about cash flow than it is anything else. You know, so how much uh, you've always handled investments in your money, how you've handled it, who's handled it is going to change or need to change. You know, you're not needing to be in the hands of a general practitioner anymore. You know, we want to keep you on the golf course as long as possible financially and, and healthy, you know, your health wise too. But by being the, the, the specialist in this area, your money deserves the specialist in this financial phase of life, not some brokerage firm or bank that's kind of hacking away at it. You need a real team that's holistic and focused on all things financial as you journey, so journey forward through these these great years of your life. Now, we're going to define at least seven different risks that you now face in retirement or will face that weren't as important to worry about when you're still working, accumulating money. So today we'll define, discuss these risks that um, will hopefully help you develop a game plan to address each and every one of them. Well, think about this. When it comes to the thought-provoking questions that tie into today's show, first of all, the seven retirement risks, think of them as like categories of risk. Yes, there could be more than simply these seven, but these are the main seven risks that you will find or face during retirement. So for starters, here's one that's reared its ugly head here recently. What's the historical rate of inflation? And then also, what's the more recent rate of inflation, like the 2021 version, the addition of that? How long should you plan on living in retirement? Well, depends on when or if you actually retire will be how long you might plan on living in retirement. Should I or maybe the collective we Should we buy long-term care insurance? Or, two-part question here, are there alternatives to consider aside from just the traditional long-term care insurance? How much might you spend during retirement on healthcare expenses? Think of those insurance premiums, those co-pays, out-of-pocket expenses. It all adds up. 
And then typically what also happens is the more healthy you are or the healthier you are, you wind up spending more in retirement on healthcare expenses than if you're unhealthy. We'll get to that more in today's show as well. Can you invest in a principal protected product and also still make money, actually still make money, even if you are invested in something that's principally protected? That principally protected, we'll decipher that a bit and just say which half of your money you're willing to lose. The half you want safe, we can get fully insured, protected and safe. And you know what? That doesn't mean it, it's not able to grow and also to produce guarantees of income for the rest of your lives. In fact, it can. And most people don't have that kind of investment as they pivot into retirement. So we want to talk to you about that. Come on in. We'll, we'll share more details on that for sure. Another one is how can you control your emotions, the ties that you have to your money and your investments, and maybe avoid, at least hopefully avoid, making some irrational decisions? What is the sequence of returns risk and how can it be avoided? Or once again, can it be avoided? What should a good retirement plan look like? Not just simply a retirement plan, but a good retirement plan. What should that look like? Should I hire a certain type of financial advisor or advisory firm to help manage these different types of risk? Wow, you're swinging away there. Jab, jab, punch, jab, punch. I can feel it. Sequence of returns. What is it? If you have negative returns earlier on versus later on, uh, you know, bear market sooner than later, early in retirement, does it help, hurt? Can it destroy? It could be catastrophic. Yes, we need to look at the the vulnerabilities you have. Emotional ties to your money. Don't fall in love with your money. It'll run around on you. What should a good retirement plan look like? Hey, great question. Come in. We'll provide a complimentary one. That means free to you. Give you a big draft comprehensive plan. Show you how to invest, what to change, why to change it, and how to succeed on purpose. Can't beat that, right? So come on in and do that. And hiring the certain type of financial advisor or firm, exactly. One who's holistic, fiduciary, puts your interests first and is able to do insurance, investments, financial management, financial planning, estate planning, uh, health care gap, you know, health insurance, Medicare, Social Security transition, pension decision making. All right here. And you know what? All you have to do is call. Just reach out, email, contact us. Come on and see us. Uh, first appointment's about you. Second appointment's about you. We're going to share all the information we have in the second appointment and give you the information you need. And then you make a decision. It'll be a good, well-informed decision at that. So that's what I have, James. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are an independent RIA, registered investment advisory firm. We do work for clients and not companies. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. 
and our home office is in Milford. We also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, as we begin to dive off the board and into the deep side of the pool on seven retirement risk, and these aren't all of them, folks. I tell you what, the number one risk that's not listed should be the one most obvious to you. The risk of you not coming to see us. Come on in and get fully evaluated. We will look at all your financial landscape and recommend anything and everything, not holding anything back as to what you should consider doing, how you should do it, when you should do it, and what it projects to look like if you do so. And also maybe share with you what it looks like if you fail to do so. And as James oftentimes says, everyone has a plan. You know, you either plan to succeed or you plan to fail. Keep that in mind and just simply reach out to us and we promise we will help you. You'll leave better than you came in the door. I promise you that. So these risks, what do they mean? Well, there are different types of risk you and your money could face during retirement, just to be straight up. We're going to talk about them. Uh, we don't want to scare you. Okay, we're trying to make sure you're totally aware of many of the key areas that you'll need to focus on and uh, set up a confident retirement plan with those hard-earned dollars you've spent 20 or 30 years, working years, trying to establish, trying to accumulate. Well, it's time to pivot and go into a different phase called distribution and preservation while you pay yourself as you go from your own money over long periods of time with the appropriate risk in some of your money in exchange for reward and liquidity and then maybe a little less liquidity, but safety on other parts of your money, including trying to get some guarantees of income from it to supply your, uh, your, your cash flow gap. You have so much foundational income coming in or will be coming in in retirement. Then you have an actual need. The difference may be a gap, and that gap is exactly what we want to solve for in the most appropriate way possible. So things change drastically when you leave the workforce and enter retirement. It's a little different a uh, little uh, difference in terms of degrees of trauma uh, for each individual and household that we've encountered anyway. And I assure you that the trauma couldn't be the operative word in some cases because it's a change. Now, you, your life, your routine, all changes. Your risk tolerance, emotional connection, your money, well, that could change too. It's important to assess that and make adjustments. Earlier, the better. Sooner, the better. Your financial needs, your income requirements, change, change, and, uh, of course, risk you need to worry about, change, lots of change. See, that's kind of like the theme, change, change, change. That's not, that's a different song. Anyway, there's a fine line between worrying too much. We don't want you to worry. We just want you to get it taken care of so you can put on autopilot, you know, and not worry about it. Get as many things done and resolved early in retirement, and we can help with all of them so that you can just focus on the event itself, what to do with your time in this new time frame called retirement, using your money, and enjoying yourself, being being appropriately confident. It's okay to feel guilt-free and do the things you love to do with the people you love doing them with if you're taking care of these things. So take care of these things. So we're going to define, discuss some of the distinct retirement risks you face, help you develop that game plan that accounts for all of them. We'll start with, uh, yes, there are seven that we're going to cover today. And here's what they are. Inflation, longevity, long-term illness, healthcare costs, Irrational investor behavior, exuberance, losing money safely, and the sequence of returns risk. So going back to the long-term illness, yes, sometimes what's worse than death is having a long-term illness. Yes. And it could impact not only the finances, but it, it could devastate not only the investment plan, the retirement plan, but perhaps even an estate plan. So starting with inflation. And yes, it's rearing its ugly head again. 
and it's transitory until it's not. But the fact of the matter is, it is still a much larger risk while you're in retirement than it was if you were still working. So think about this from this perspective. During your working life, yes, there tends to be a natural progression in your career that will see raises, bonuses, and in general, making more money as the years go by. Typically, your highest wage earning years are your 40s and 50s, sometimes even your 60s. That's just, in general, the progression of how most working careers go. Now, when it comes to retirement, you're not earning a paycheck anymore. Instead, you're likely creating one from your investable asset pool. Think about your nest egg. It's, it's a self-funded pension, if you will. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's where we can come in. And we've always been different as a balanced, holistic advisory firm. Balanced in that we believe you should have some safe money, fully insured against against loss of principle. I mean, think about it. You do insure your body, house, car, and a lot of things that are important to you from an asset value. Well, you think your nest egg is worth something? Well, of course it is. It's worth your everything. It's the supportive foundation, you know, of all things, say non-spiritually for the rest of your forever. And it needs to be secure or at least properly engaged or balanced, balance of both, balanced planning. There you go. So if we fully insure some of your money and get it converted to where it provides a paycheck for life, an extra social security check, a self-funded pension added to other forms of quote unquote foundational stable sources of income, you're going to sleep better every night. You can call it sleep good at night money. You're going to be confident to go to your mailbox or check the AC inbound auto deposit of your checking account and know the cash you need for the coming month is there once again. Okay. And forever and always, that's the way we want it to be. So that when it comes to this concept, James threw out there early on in in that that, uh, segment there about inflation. Well, that's going to give you the confidence to allow the other part of your money to be properly engaged at risk for reward to stay liquid and available to you and to hedge and grow kind of in step with inflation because markets represent the dynamics of inflation itself. Okay. They, they just do prices go up for a while. People buy things at too much money, profit and earnings at companies go up. The investor wins. There's a time when the, the uh, consumer won't pay as much. They quit buying as much uh, inventory stack up. People are let go because they don't need to be hired and on to build stuff that people aren't buying. You go into recessionary cycles and so it goes. So it goes, there's nothing new under the sun. So having the right plan to cut the carpet right up the middle and win, win, win on purpose is exactly the tour guide business we're in for the tour that is your retirement. That's our job. Let us do it. Come on in. You are not generally equipped for this phase of your of your life financially. I hope you'll just recognize that early and often, because if you go and do it alone and do it yourself, if you do too many do it yourself projects in an area that's not necessarily your gift, your skill, your expertise, or how about your time? Is that really the way you want to spend time in retirement? Oh, honey, I'd love to join you with the grandkids or go fishing or go to the lake or, or go golfing with you or, or just hang out with you, go shopping with you. But I can't get away from this computer because I got to keep making some trades. We're either up, down or sideways and I don't know what's next. I'm just kind of swinging away at this. I hope it turns out you can't live retirement that way. This does not. This is a game that comes with no do overs. I just want to be emphatic. So, you know, you might have that Social Security check and some of you are also drawing a pension, but pensions have a built in COLA, cost of living, only on a few of them. Many pensions don't have cost of living adjustments. Social Security kind of does tongue in cheek. You get an increase and Medicare swipes it. So I don't know how you feel about really getting walk away money to buy more bread, eggs and milk because all you get really to get to buy is more Medicare premium. 
So watch out for that. We've got to provide solutions. We have them. Do you have them? Do you want them? We want to share them. We want to share them. That's why we're on the radio every week, TV, just, you know, public workshops, seminars here by referral through our clients. We want to help you. Let us help you. You know, inflation in 2020 is only like 1.3%. I know it's jumped. You know, it's trending well over five. I last heard an estimate of six, just over six. And uh, and that's and it's, it's kind of okay because people are willing to pay. The supply line, the supply chain management kind of got disrupted by COVID. You know, production's now well over 100% capacity trying to crank it out. Supply will ebb and flow back in. Price will still smooth out, generally speaking. It's all going to be fine. It's a logic and logistics-based inflation this time around. It's not like the Great Recession, oh, here we go type of inflation. There's no real recession on the horizon. Maybe a correction here or there, a little adjustment, a little pullback. It's looking pretty good, but you've got to be prepared. Got to be prepared. James, there's more to continue with this, but but take us out. Oh, yeah. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borden. We are an independent RIA, which is a registered investment advisor firm. We do it for clients, not companies. That's Main Street and not Wall Street. And it really does all start with a plan. That means actually having a plan, knowing what you own, why you own it. So whether you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 43B, some type of employer-sponsored plan, IRA rollover, investment strategies, retirement planning, income planning, tax planning, social security maximization, Roth conversion analysis, NUA analysis, perhaps even in-service rollovers for some, all those and more we can help, 513-575-9654. Our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we always have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, y'all. Well, James, as we talk about this very exciting topic, seven retirement risks that different risks folks face during retirement, I'm reminded to use my in our inflection, raise our voice, lower our voice, get excited. Because for many people, the topic of financial matters is boring. And the danger here, James, many people out there are driving. We don't want you to fall asleep at the wheel. So hello, wake up, wake up. Don't fall asleep at the wheel in your car today or at the wheel of retirement tomorrow. It's time to grab it with both hands, eyes wide open, and drive financially and conceptually to Brown Financial Advisors, your sound money team, so we can help you stay on that highway for the entire journey arrive on time, say it was a great ride, and end well. But we've just begun. If you haven't retired yet or you've just retired and want to stay successfully retired, just contact us. Now, we kind of left off with some of these risks. We're kind of, uh, I guess, walking around the subject of inflation. Yes, it's higher. It'll go up. It'll go down over time. We've had a pretty good ride. You know, the Federal Reserve, they may be confronted with, um, you know, triggering a major increase uh, in interest rates based on the reality of increases in inflation that runs amok goes a little too long. They'll have to do some things. That's that's kind of their job is to keep inflation in check, keep liquidity in the, the uh, money supply, um, keep open credit liquidity for banks as it relates to consumers. You know, that whole deal, that's kind of what they do. And they're out there assessing it. You notice they really haven't stepped in yet, 
because they see it pretty much for what it is too, that we have had this disruptive supply chain issue over COVID. A pandemic is very logical, explains for a lot. A shortage equals low supply, high demand. It's encouraging that demand is still there. You know what? Be encouraged. Know that targeted tax breaks for the middle class will lead to more consumption because the middle class isn't always the best savers. They're pretty good spenders, particularly the bandwidth of the current population of middle class, which is now including so many more people. And then you have uh, things like you know stimulus, more stimulus, earned income credits, child credits, money floating around, flying around that is going into consumption in short term and also some longer term. You know, we got uh, infrastructure. You know, with Democrat, Republicans, either one one or the other is going to come up with this and, and begin to implement infrastructure, whoever's in control. How they fund it can be a little different one to another, tomato, tomato. But it's going to supply more jobs, more jobs. Who needs more jobs? There's more jobs than people, right? Well, big companies will pay what they got to pay to get people educated enough to become skilled enough to do the jobs they have on the skill level. And then the non-skilled, well, the government's tightened up in unemployment benefits and raised the bar. What you got to do, get that week, weekly check, that free somewhat weekly check that. So that's not as lucrative of a deal or as attractive or endured anymore. So what's that mean? People are going to have to go back to work. It's almost an indirect welfare to work program. And will there be jobs here? Absolutely. Non-skilled labor uh, opportunities are out there. The infrastructure bill, you know, it's going to have people uh, that need to hold flagpoles, set up cones and direct traffic, right? Pick up a shovel, couple on a heavy piece of equipment, they can train up on all that rather quickly. So there's going to be a, a lot of people are going to learn all over again how fun it is, how rewarding it is, how self-esteem building it is to go earn a check and spend money in your, funny, your family that you worked for and build the confidence that, hey, you know what? I don't need handouts. I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to get past hand ups. This is great. Be encouraged that good things are on the horizon to happen regardless of your political affiliation. Be an American first. Be a nationalist. Be a patriot. But be positive. I just want you to be positive. We can take care of the financial aspects so you can enjoy your life. And little things like inflation and whatever else keeps you up at night. we got a handle on this, folks. We can help you. James? Oh, yes. We know that infrastructure has been redefined to mean everything as far as government spending is concerned. And we can also argue about inflation, whether it's the cause or the effect. It still means that you have lost the purchasing power of your dollar by at least the historical average is about 3% a year. This year, it's trending a little bit higher. Who knows what next year is going to look like? Now, as far as what to do about it, well, one way is to make sure that your retirement plan helps to combat inflation by setting up maybe a laddered or a time-segmented investment plan. Here's what that means. Define which buckets of money, your investments, your nest egg, that will help you create your income needs for now versus the buckets of money. Yes, that means your nest egg, your investments, that will access later, maybe when either inflation kicks in or just simply you need it later versus now. So once again, this will help you to segregate how to pay for, how to have cash flow, how to have income for your needs now versus your potential needs later. Yeah, you know, that's so I think you've covered that risk well and then transition to how to place money in buckets to use it relative to time to just keep your cash flow going regardless of the backdrop of inflation of the day and those kinds of headwinds and challenges. Well, here's a risk, longevity risk, right? How long will you be here? How healthy will you be while you're here? How much money will you need while you're here? And how long will it need to last? I guess you could kind of call that uh, a real people definition of longevity risk. If you're healthy when you retire, 
and enter retirement, how long should you plan on living? It's important because that's the amount of time you have to help ensure that your asset pool, your group of investments and assets will last too. So if you plan on retiring at 60, for example, then there's a real possibility that your retirement could last two or three decades, a real possibility for two, a possibility, I'd say probability of two and a possibility of three decades, perhaps more. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But I tell you what, the first 10 are real important. The next 10 after that are pretty darn important. And the 10 after that, you're thankful you had them too. So how should you go about determining whether you have enough money saved to finance your retirement over 20 or 30 years? Well, it's a scary thought, but jump past that and join us on solutions. One strategy, we like to help people to understand that you can also, uh, you can call it more of a planning method. It's your retirement budget. It's important to factor this when it comes to longevity. Because if you know your starting point of what you basically have is monthly needs that includes not just getting by and scraping, but getting by and having a good month and saying that following month, let's have another good month. What is that number? You know, you have to take those expenses that you typically have, throw in some vacation, holidays, uh, Christmas, birthday parties, uh, semi-annual taxes, uh, insurance, and then kind of analyze those by, you know, dividing them by, you know, adding them together, multiplying by two, dividing by 12, you get the picture, annualize it. Put it together to get that monthly target. Then add a little wiggle room. Don't forget to bump it up for taxes. Oh, that's right. We'll be doing all that for you. So just come and see us, right? That's all you have to do. We'll get that working number. And then we've taken a huge first step on knowing how much money you need so you know how much money you can spend on a monthly basis. So you do know how much you have to derive from other sources of income that you have that are more, more stable, you know, Social Security, pension, Maybe you have some rental income or whatever else is going on that uh, you consider fairly stable versus your actual need. Determine the gap and go to work on finding out how much of a withdrawal rate, changing that withdrawal rate over time, what annual percentage we need to grow your money by, uh, you know, net of taxes to give you a net spendable filling of that gap. To, and we want to keep that withdrawal percentage in a comfortable range, mind you. Um, it's a very good thing to focus on no more than, say, Four percent. We like to see three to four percent on your drawdown of your assets because we know that that's quite sustainable. If you stay moderately risked or better towards growth, you can sustain money for twenty or thirty years at a three to four percent withdrawal rate. So we we just want to put all that together for you, James. What's another concern or risk? Well, another concern is about long term illness, also maybe chronic illness. And yes, we can argue about the cause and the effect and what life expectancies are looking like this year versus last year. So in general, life expectancies had still been trending upwards. 2021 might be a little bit different, but still the average life expectancy is around 78 for men, around 80 for women. That's the average. And of course, on average, no one is average, right? <laughs> but the older that a retiree gets, yes, if assuming that you have retired, you're a retiree at this point, the larger the probability gets that that person would require some type of long-term care coverage. Now, whether that be a nursing home stint at a skilled nursing facility, for example, assisted living, or maybe even home health care, all these different settings factor into needing some type of long-term care. And once again, how much you need depends on where you might wind up going. So let's look at the cost. The average cost of a skilled nursing facility, and this is in today's dollars, by the way, right now, 8000 a month, which adds up to about 96000 a year. And the average length of stay is approximately three years. 
And if you're the lady out there, the ladies tend to linger. It might be a little bit longer than just simply three years. For the guys, we die off sooner. So guys, maybe not quite three years. That sounds optimistic, right? Yeah. So the cost for your entire lifetime stay at a skilled nursing facility could easily, easily surpass $300,000. And again, today's dollars versus what this looks like five, 10 years down the road, around the quarter. So once we factor in the rate of inflation, yes, the medical rate of inflation is trending around 5%, maybe a little bit higher. So let's just use 5%. So in five to 10 years, add another 25, maybe even 50% to the cost of what this is going to look like as far as how to fund a potential retirement if it includes a long-term care stay. Wow. Those are some pretty big numbers, pretty big price tag. I hope you're pretty well prepared and contact us. We're going to help you with all this. And one more thing, the expectancy is as far as what are the odds? So the odds are if you have the husband and wife looking at each other going, well, honey, sorry, it's not you, it's me, or it's not me, it's you. That means there's a 52% chance if you've reached the age of 65 that you will need some type of long-term care stay at some point in your future. So the odds are pretty much 50-50 on one of you is going, maybe even both of you are going, and that's something to at least plan for yeah. when it comes to retirement. Got to be part of the plan. Take us out, James. All right. Our phone number at the office is 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC. Detox Station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borton. We are a registered investment advisory firm, and we are independent. We do for clients, not companies. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, James, continuing with retirement risk, things that can happen to folks during their retirement um, to them and their money. You're kind of talking about to them and their money with the concept of long-term care. If someone faces that, you've gone over some of the, the uh, metrics of, of money. The cost is out there. You know, $300,000 lifetime cost currently projected could go up to 25, 50% over the next five to 10 years. That's just not pretty. Um, traditional long-term care insurance versus asset-based versus just an alternative plan are the decisions we need to work through together. You know more about traditional long-term care than you may realize, where you pay so much a month, it's kind of expensive, and if you never uh, use it, you lose it. All the money invested in it, it's kind of like poof, it's gone. Um, you, it compromises your cash flow. Every month of the rest of your forever, you're spending money on this thing called long-term care premium for an insurance policy that, again, if you don't use, it costs you what trip, what vacation, what outing, what family gathering, what family... Um, you know, visit to Disney World. It all adds up. There's only so much money to go around on the fixed income that is retirement. Whether you have a lot of money or little money, you really do have more of a fixed income situation, regardless of abundance in this retirement phase. So the price on monthly approach to long-term care may seem like it's out of reach or just not what you would prefer to do. Well, we can still look at it together and see if it makes sense to you. One thing we found out over the years is that people can plan their very best on how much they should buy of long-term care using all the statistics in their favor and so forth, and still find 
to own the policy to avoid nursing home spend down and the destruction of their other assets, leaving their spouse stranded on an island of nothingness and nowhere is what motivates people to get some care, but to protect their estate, protect their spouse, protect their assets. That's the motivation. However, even when they do their best to get the right amount of long-term care, pay for it up until the event happens itself, and then endure a long-term care stay that lasts longer than they plan, they can still end up having their assets plundered. So they, they spend all the money leading up to it to have the coverage. It paid some protection, but not enough, and they still get plundered nonetheless. That's bothersome to me. I really don't know if there's a great long-term care solution, but you can't go without a plan. Got to do something. Some alternatives have surfaced in recent years, like asset-based long-term care, where instead of paying a monthly amount forever, you might pay a good chunk of money monthly for 10 years uh, on a 10-pay or seven-year, seven-pay basis. And then it converts into you don't pay anymore, and it, it, transition, or it translates into a certain amount of long-term care benefit available to you that pays first towards the benefits of needs of long-term care versus your assets. And then in the event you don't ever go to a long-term care facility, it has a death benefit that more than pays for any premium you've ever contributed to it. So it's not like you lose your money on a lose it or, or use it or lose it proposition. So some people prefer this, but it too takes a good chunk of money because you're sort of kind of self-insuring, if you will, with the insurance company. The underwriting is very straightforward, typically very light compared to traditional long-term care where you go through some significant, difficult underwriting. And in fact, it's just, some, it's almost like companies don't even want to get you approved because they don't want you on their books to even risk it. I don't even know. You know. A lot of companies just don't offer it anymore. But either way, you need a plan. And it's not uncommon for us to work through a plan with the family. It says, where are you going to live? What's your home going to be like? You're going to have a single level, you know, single like ranch style home where you can get around, uh, pedal around the place and, and not trip you know, on carpets that are necessary and decorations and end tables and things. What kind of structural environment are you going to have? Where are you going to live? Can your family have access to? Are you going to live closer to the kids and grandchildren so they can supplement your care? Yes, we can splinter off some of your monthly cash flow and assets under your control to pay for some extra care, some home care, some assisted care at home. Because one of the best plans is still the, the age-old family supports family plan to where your friends at the end, you take care of your needs at home until it's just completely medically impractical or impossible. That's one of the best plans still going. That may or may not be available to you, but we need to have a plan before the event happens. So let's talk about this when you come in. James, it's kind of tied into the next topic. Yes, rising healthcare costs. So many times when we have prospective clients come in, even our existing clients, when they visit with us about how to bridge the gap to Medicare. So they might be somewhat financially ready, certainly emotionally ready to retire, but there's that nagging feeling of how do we pay for the healthcare costs if I'm age, say, 60, and I need to get to age 65 for Medicare. It's like, how do I pay for those five years of health insurance in between? So COBRA or Alumni Exchange, those could be very expensive propositions when it comes to paying for health care. Yes, insurance premiums will be much higher when you're older versus if and when you're younger. So the next part is when we say, well, how worried are people about this? 62%, this is according to recent studies, over 60% of people over age 40 are very concerned about funding the cost of health care in retirement. And it's estimated that an average couple can expect to spend upwards of $300,000, that's in today's dollars, by the way, for health care in retirement. And once again, part of the reason for that expense is that the healthier you are, the longer you live, 
the longer you live, the more you'll pay for the health care. So it's kind of a good problem to have, but nevertheless, it still can be a problem and also to have to pay for. And I think it, uh, it should just run according to your standard budget. Uh, you just have some costs attributable to health care. It's that uh, long-term care kind of spooks me at the big ticket that it may represent. And um, true or false, uh, we're healthier. We're going to stay healthy, uh, James, Greg. This is just our household here. We're going to be so healthy and live so long that we're going to have lower costs than the numbers you just uh, spouted out there. That is false. The longer you live, the more opportunity for health care expenditures, even normal ones, they add up. It's almost like one way or the other, you're going to spend a chunk of money on maintaining your health through health care. Uh, number five, emotional, irrational investor behavior. Let's get through a few of these just so that you hear them, all of them. It's a little harder to identify. It's a risk you bring about on yourself because of the way you think, act, and make decisions regarding your investments. You have a, a form of bias, either logically, not as much so. The emotion and irrational aspects override the logical aspects because emotional is just such a heavy fuel in the old fuel tank of the engine of decision making. You got to watch out. We can coach you through that. It's something that we hope you'll relearn because it's a different phase of life financially. But you can count on us to coach you through doing almost the opposite of what your emotional mind tells you uh, in overriding your logical mind. So we've been studying the effect of this behavior on people and financial decisions since we started. And um, it doesn't really matter how smart you are, uh, how you arrive at earning your money. It's just uh, it's the risk of emotional, irrational behavior. It just is what it is. And it can come back and bite you, certainly haunt you. It can create anxiety. We want to keep it simple. And um, we'll just describe two of these behaviors, if you will, broken down to avoid. Oh, yes. Well, it starts with the fear and the greed. Those are the two biggies. And they still drive most people's either rational or irrational decisions. But then we break it down into confirmation bias. People tend to justify their decisions by asking other people what they think about those decisions, people that think like them in the first place. So the confirmation bias is asking someone that you already know agrees with you what their thought process is. And once they agree with you because you know they're going to agree with you, you feel better about your decision. James, That's the confirmation bias. What's scary about that is we're on a very powerful medium right now, radio. Radio, TV, Internet, there's so much source of information, news and noise that drives a herd mentality that you can have a herd with confirmation bias, confirming a worldview that may or may not be based in reality. And, and it ties into finance, politics, religion. You just need to be careful in this area. Yours and my, my and our minds are susceptible to this, folks. What's another? It's also called the echo chamber effect. Anchoring is another one. People tend to anchor their decisions on, especially their investments, based on their past success with regards to what they think the future outlook might be. And once again, this is assuming that the future will look like the past. So that might be the assumption that they turn into a, you know, assume into a three-syllable word. And Greg, we know our, our, um, one of our primary disclosures that's been with us since the beginning of time in the industry of financial investing and financial services is past performance is not indicative of future results. That's everywhere you look because that's a fact. You can't count on past performance, but you need a current and future plan that accounts for all risk considered. Number six, losing money safely. Seeing it left and right. People get a little scared. They retract. They pull their money back. They look for safe money investments, CDs, bank accounts. If, if you're losing 3% against loss of purchase power annually of inflation, then you found a safe way to lose money. You may have a dollar next year, the same dollar you have this year. 
You invested, quote unquote, safely, but you've lost 3%. Don't lose 3% every year. Let's find the right investments relative risk for you to get. What sequence of returns risk? Sequence return is just, what's it look like projected if you experience bear markets earlier, midterm, or later in your retirement? Does it skew and throw the numbers off and challenge the success of your retirement? Yes, come see us. We want to project and help and prepare and plan and have you succeed on purpose, not happenstance. Call us. It's free. That means no obligation, no cost. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. On behalf of Greg, myself, James, we want to thank you for listening today. Have a great week. And remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you. <laughs>